Gronk returning would be kind of interesting, but also it's not like they need Gronk as a receiving option. And I don't know. It wasn't like I don't know. I I don't have. They just don't need Gronk as a receiving option. It's a nice problem to have if he does come back. That's all I'll say. But he can't stay healthy for 16 games, so maybe he comes back like week 10. Uh, yeah, Mark Zuckerberg ruining Instagram one uh, poor live stream at a time. Um, and sorry about that, everyone. Uh, obviously, there's nothing. There's nothing I can do about it. Wish there was. Um, it's just, I don't know. It would be absolutely insane if Gronk returned to the Patriots and they luck their way into Antonio Brown and they luck their way into Josh Gordon getting uh, uh, unsuspended by the NFL. Um, it's ridiculous. Uh, me and my brother were talking earlier, and he was saying he thinks that Antonio Brown and Josh Gordon might be like the best one-two punch of wide receivers in the NFL history. Obviously, there's a lot of one-two punches in NFL history, but Josh Gordon, before he got suspended, was looking like he was going to be a top-five wide receiver. Antonio Brown is a top-five wide receiver. Uh, it's quite conceivable that they're both top-five wide receivers. You add Julian Edelman into that, you add James White into that, you add Sony Michelle into that, and it's just its not fair. This is the best set of weapons Tom Brady's like ever had. Oh, Gronk was just joking about returning week 14. You know, maybe uh, maybe it's a uh, half joke, half actually the truth. Yeah, stupid pants. Always have a good defense, and then when their offense looks like it should take a hit, they just come back stronger than ever. Uh, Machado 2010, first Bowman's a buy right now. Prices are pretty low. I'll look that up. Uh, Machado... Like Bryce Harper has had a fine year, solid year, um, but I think when people were looking at Manny Machado, they were and you saw his first couple of years, you were expecting him to be like you know a top five player in all of baseball uh, for a ton of years to come, and then he kind of just settled in. Um, let me try to find his stats real quick. He kind of settled into that like five, six WAR. Uh, player instead of being like an eight war player, and this year he's at three point one, which is fine. It's it's a solid season all around, um, and nothing nothing to sneeze at. I would love a three point one, but you know he had he had early on twenty years old. He had a six point seven win above replacement season, and then after that seven point one in his next full season, six point nine, and then all of a sudden it's been three point five, two point nine, or. Uh, five point something in that three point one. So you know, Manny Machado's probably low because he's not in Baltimore anymore, getting to play in that small field. And he's on a second team where people don't love obviously the uh switch in uh jerseys and then uh just he's just kind of settling in as a nice player other than a world beater. Yes, Josh Gordon was the best uh, Was he the best receiver in the league in 20... Well, yes, he was the best receiver in the league stats-wise in 2013. But sometimes you can have the best stats without con being considered the best, quote-unquote, receiver. 
Um, from what I know so far, it's Danny Diaz, Seth Beard, Delvi Garcia, no- Novelli. No- Noel V. Marte I'm very excited about. Uh, Seth Beard will be fun. Fredo Snova will be fun. Jordan Yamamoto has an auto finally. Uh, Jordan Yamamoto was a former Brewers prospect for the youth. Those of you that don't know, was traded in the Christian Yelich deal. Started out really hot, cooled off significantly. Or Elvis Martinez, or Elvis Martinez and Freitas Nova are kind of weird because, and Noel V. Marte are kind of weird because they have rookie uh, or uh, first Bowmans, but now their first autos are going to be half a year later. Um, wait, Kikuchi? Kikuchi didn't have autos in uh, Bowman. I feel like I should have known that. Um, but overall, I, I think uh, Seth Beer would be more exciting on the Astros than he is on the Diamondbacks. Um, I think if you're looking for anybody, I'm most excited about Garcia and Marte. DK. Um, yeah, that's true. 1,600 yards and Brian Hoyer throwing the ball. You can, If you can get 1,600 yards with Brian Hoyer throwing you the ball, how many yards can you get with Tom Brady throwing you the ball? It's ridiculous. Um, part of me is really excited to see what they can do. And part of me really hates the Patriots because I have a buddy in high school who lived in North Dakota who was a Patriots fan, a uh, Red Sox fan, and a Duke fan, which is the most generic fandom ship I could ever think of in my entire life. So they really turned me off to the Red Sox, the Patriots, and Duke. Hate them. Uh, I was a bad boy. Ooh, you were a bad boy for the Mudcats. That's awesome. When Jordan Yamamoto was there, extremely funny guy. Oh, after he won a Yeri title in single A. <laughs> well, you know, he's from Hawaii. <laughs> they might drink a lot. I've been there a couple times. I don't remember what they do, but uh, that's pretty cool that, Kogan, that you were a bat boy for the Mudcats. Uh, that seems like a fun experience. I knew a guy, a buddy of my dad's growing up was a bat boy, and he has a bunch of autographed baseballs in his basement from, like, Sammy Sosa and guys like that, which is ridiculous, so. Um, Hank Lockwood, Sam. Isn't that the the guy from Barstool? Hey, what's up, Baseball Cards 315? How are you doing? Um, out of curiosity, how do you guys feel about... Uh, let me know how you guys feel about Lamar Jackson. I know Aaron put a post on it. I didn't get a chance to read the comments in the post yet today. Um, how did you guys feel about, you know, because Lamar Jackson's prices, his base prism are, oh, Hank Lockwood's a Red Sox Patriots and Duke fan? Ugh. Uh, Lamar Jackson's base prism this morning when I was looking at him were like, there was a set of set of two prisms that ended for $37 plus like three ninety nine shipping, so like 20 bucks a pop. Um... I just, it's it's crazy because before that point they were like $7 with shipping. And now they're allowing $20, $15 to $20 with shipping. That's more than doubled after one game. Seems crazy to me. I really like Lamar. I think with, obviously with his athletic ability running the ball. And then uh, uh, just being able to make incremental uh, adjustments to his passing. Uh, I think he could be a star but I wasn't expecting it that soon. I was not expecting him to go 17 for 20 with for like 285 yards or something like that and five touchdowns. It's ridiculous. And no, Evan Snyder, you shouldn't be sold on him yet. 
Uh, obviously, the Dolphins are rebuilding. They're terrible. Terrible team. So you can't really gain anything from it. I wouldn't ever buy somebody off of one week. But it is exciting to see him not even try to run. Sports cards addiction. I mean, people kept calling him a running back. He ran three times yesterday. Three times, six yards. Uh, threw the ball the rest of the time. You know, that's a good... It almost seemed like he was meant to do that. Meant to go out and uh, just prove people wrong that he wasn't a running back. If you saw his interview, he said, in it, pretty good for a running back, huh? So, uh, Evan Prescott, a buy. Aaron and I talked about this in our podcast a little bit. He's kind of up in the air for me because the Cowboys did not sign him to an extension. Um, so you don't know where he's going to go after that. If he doesn't get re-signed, I think inevitably he does, especially after a, like a 425-yard game yesterday in which they destroyed the Giants. Um, and one in which Zeke really didn't do anything. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Dak. Is he a buy, though? Uh, that I don't know. I would say maybe. They, the, the Cowboys are weird because they have a ton of pieces. They have a ton of good, good players on their in their team. They're probably, if Dak plays well and Zeke is healthy... And, you know, Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup stay healthy and stuff. They're probably a Super Bowl contender. Not saying they'll get there, but they probably are a Super Bowl contender. That's how much talent they have on their team. But I've never trusted Dak before this point. Um, just trying to look up his uh, base prisms here uh, to get you guys a price on that. Um one second, get sold items. So we have a bunch of autos here. So we had like a uh, silver autos going for 100 bucks. Yesterday a base prism went for 26 A BGS 9.5 base prism went for nine, uh, 26 of, uh, for $26 of DAC. A uh, base prism non graded went for twenty one fifty. I mean, yeah, if you want to take a if you want to take a gamble, and not really a gamble, but like, I mean, twenty one bucks for him, it's like forty dollars for Jared Goff. It's a or for BGS nine five, I guess. Uh, you're looking at if it was a, a Sam Darnold card, you're probably looking at like ninety bucks, eighty bucks. They're a little bit lower in price than PSA tens, right? Um, so if you can get four Dax for one uh, Sam Darnold, I mean, I'd do that all day. Much better team, anyways. Everyone is panic-selling Lux. Uh, Central Valley Cards, the people that sell Lux like this, just scoop them up. Scoop them all up. As many Lux as you can grab, because next year, he's going to be their starting second baseman. And that dude has insane, insane value. Aaron says down here, that he wouldn't personally buy and invest to make money in the MLB. Normally I'd agree, but some guys, some guys look like their talent is really going to translate. Luck is one of those, here is one of those type of guys that seem like they're going to have potential MVP seasons in their future. Not a guarantee that they do, um, but, you know, for 120 bucks for base auto, maybe i pick up one if they're selling lower and See what happens, especially because the Dodgers are going to be making the postseason. He gets hot for a week in the postseason. 
Game over. Um, Sam, you think that Prescott extension is coming this week? That'd be kind of crazy. Uh, if I had Lux, it would have been sold to make money. That's also true. If you've got Lux and you're making money, you know, better be safe than sorry. They're going to sign him. They were very close to a massive deal this past weekend and leading up to the game. Okay, sweet. So uh, Then that clears up Dak having any worry about where he's going to play. Then Dak, for 26 bucks is definitely probably a buy for me, especially after he played last week. I know the Giants aren't very good. Giants aren't a good team. Uh, but Michael Gallup looked good. Mark Cooper's a good wide receiver. So I'm excited about him. Uh, there was a Dak Silverado that was 120 today. Buy it now. That's a steal. There was a Silverado that got bought, Aaron, for 100 bucks. Uh, Aaron, I know 9.5 is around 40, but there's one that just sold today or yesterday for 26, and that was probably that was during the game. Ended on bids. Looks like. Um. Oh man, Kogan, you got to meet Kesson here. That's amazing. I wish I could get meet uh, Kesson here. Um, you heard it here first. Miami Dolphins, 2019 Super Bowl champions. That is a hot take. Uh, I would love that. Would be quite the redemption story, huh? Going from getting actually blown out in your first game uh, by Lamar Jackson and. Uh, Mark Andrews and uh, Marquise Brown and stuff like that uh, winning the Super Bowl. Speaking of getting blown out, something we haven't talked about yet, uh, the Browns. My goodness. All these expectations. Expectations all over the place for how good the Browns are going to be. you got Baker. you got Odell. you got Jarvis. You've got Nick Chubb. You've got David Njoku. You've got a solid defense, and they just got blown out. Out by the Titans, who frustratingly did not throw the ball to Corey Davis. I don't actually even know if Corey Davis played. He had zero receptions for zero yards, so maybe he didn't. Maybe I'm just an idiot that didn't look at my team beforehand and ended up having him play. Um, I got a question for you guys. I don't know if you know about it or not, but there was a big scandal with Dak using a machine to sign cards. Does this hurt his value at all? Um... Aaron answered that one. No, because there's a sticker on the back of the authentic ones. So there we go. The auto pen. Oh, I've heard about that. I think Aaron explained that to me a couple times, the auto pen thing. Um, kind of weird. Yeah, Carson Wentz. Uh, Aaron mentions Carson Wentz in the comments. He had a great game yesterday. He had a great game for my fantasy team yesterday. I was a really big believer in Carson Wentz before the season. I had talked to him. Uh, Aaron about him a while ago. We started telling people about him. He had a good first game. So that's very nice to see. Oh, Port City Cards. He got an ego autograph baseball like a week ago. That's awesome. Right in time for a call-up. We'll see how he does. Personally, I hope he doesn't do very well because I'm a Brewers fan. Um, and he's got a cover for Baez, and I, it would be such a Cubs move to call up a guy that hasn't played double-A yet. I mean, has only played double A and not triple A, and all of a sudden he's in the majors and just brings them to the uh, postseason. Daniel Jones a buy, just my opinion. 
Interesting. I don't really, obviously, have any thoughts on Daniel Jones right now. Uh, I mean, he's got to be pretty stinking cheap, one would imagine. Uh, Maybe I'm wrong on that. Daniel Jones. Um... They only have his Prism draft outright and then National Pack stuff. So yeah, we won't I guess we won't know until until uh he hits until Prism comes out. But yeah, Kyler Murray and the Cardinals looked really bad in that first half against the Lions, really good in the second half until they decided to play for a tie, like a bunch of idiots. Uh it's the Lions. They're not a great team. Nobody says, oh man, we got to play the Lions this week. That's scary. Uh, TJ Hawkinson did really well uh, in his debut. Uh, best tight end out of the draft for Lions there, so that was fun. Uh, don't talk about the Browns. Breaks your heart. Uh, well, Browns are... It's funny, Sam, that you mentioned the Browns forgot about no O-line because for years that was the only thing they were good at, Right? Always had an O-line, never had a quarterback, run defense was fine, pass defense was terrible, wide receiver usually had like a good wide receiver here or there, and now the rest of their team is good and their O-line is trash. It's disappointing. 18 penalties? 18, the Browns had 18 penalties? Sheesh, that is the poorly coached team. No team should have 18 penalties. That is, I mean, you get a lot of personalities on a team. You're probably going to have a few of those types of, of penalties, but 18 is too much. Who do you think Rendon signs with this offseason? I'm just going to say this. I think it's going to be the Dodgers. I hate to say it. I really do. But I think one way or the other... They, they're going to flip around their infield. Gavin, I, I think Corey Seager might be gone. Gavin Lux might play uh, short. Rendon and Justin Turner are going to get, Justin Turner's still there, but I think Rendon gets signed by the Dodgers, and they just, the rich get richer. That's my guess. Obviously, it's kind of like one of those, really, the Dodgers, but I've seen some rumors. I don't like them. I really hope not. Ooh, cardboard gems twenty-two. You bunch Lamar and Brown. That is rough. That is rough. That's watching points slip away. Like anybody that had Sammy Watkins on their bench this week, I had a kid in my league that had Sammy Watkins and Christian McCaffrey on the te- on his team. Eighty-six points between the two of them, or eighty-eight points between the two of them, which is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Rendon rookies go for crap. Yeah, it is kind of shocking. Uh, Rendon is like the third best player in the National League right now and nobody cares about him. I don't know why that is. Maybe it's because he's always had Bryce Harper or Juan Soto, uh, Max Scherzer kind of stealing his thunder. Um, Maybe it's because he's not super flashy. He'll get you 30 home runs. He'll bat like 320 and he'll do it really quietly. He'll play good defense but he does it really quietly. I, I just I don't know why Rendon isn't higher priced. He should be. His talent level is commiserate with somebody that is way higher priced, but he just 
just isn't there. Um, oh, Shamili Pops, what's up, Jamil? Uh, nice to see you, if you're still in here. I'm a little bit behind on these comments, I think. Uh, Sam, what's this? Something like 18 for 180, I think. 18 for 200. Uh, if you guys could just comment on that, I forget what we were talking about, so I don't remember what those comments were for. Who's your favorite player that has an auto in 2019 Bowman? Favorite from an investment standpoint? Um, this is a tough question because if you're talking about 2019 Bowman, not 2019 Bowman Chrome, you know we had a lot of we had a lot of favorite players. Your, you know, Josiah Gray was like my favorite. I really liked the potential. We really liked Julio Rodriguez. We really liked Jared Kalinick. Um, all those guys, but you don't want to invest in them now, uh, especially because a lot of them have hit and have gone up in price. I wouldn't tell you to invest in Josiah Gray at twenty bucks, um, just because when we started he was like a three to five dollar man. It's tough for me to be like, oh, this guy's gone up, you know, three hundred percent or whatever, and I still want you to invest in him. So it's tough for me to be like, oh, twenty nineteen Bowman. I don't really have a sleeper at this point. Um, I'll look into it more in the off season once we get kind of away from the end of baseball season, and uh, and we'll also look into excuse me 2019 Bowman Chrome and then obviously draft and try to get you guys for the next season coming up that you can buy in November December January to make uh, big bucks. Um, with 2018 update rookies going crazy. Whose base tops rookie do you see being the next to get hot? Um, so maybe Aaron has an answer to that down there. Oh yeah, Josiah Gray and Clinic were 2018 draft. My bag, boys and girls. Yeah, Julio Rodriguez for uh, 2019 Bowman. Then Luke Graffs. That's my favorite player. Also. I really think he's going to be a $300, $400 base auto guy. So he's already at like $250. Um, so you can probably make some money on him. I'd almost bet everything I own on uh, him being a th at least a $300 guy. Uh, with 20, Read this again. Canterbury Cards. With 2018 update rookies going crazy, who's base tops rookie do you see being the next to get hot? So obviously Acuna was hot and Juan Soto was hot. I think waiting for this Tops update to come out, if it hasn't come out yet, I'm very bad on the uh, Aaron's always the one that's good on who is uh, coming out um, or when, when stuff comes out. Uh, I want to go with my heart here. It's a cop out, but I'm going to go with Kesson here. Um, yeah, maybe his age messes with it. I think, uh, sorry, I, I am... Responding to a comment without giving any backstory. He's talking, uh, EJC 1983 is talking about Rendon here. Maybe his age messes with it. Is he 29? I want to say he's 29. Uh, I don't know for a fact. I think he's a couple years older than... Yeah, he's 29. So that might have to do with it. You know, when Yelich had his breakout, he was 26. He's 27 now. I think a lot of people can jump on jump on board with a 26-year-old than they can with a 29-year-old. Also because you know, Rendon's just been really good for a long time, but hasn't really taken a step to, like, MVP level, I guess. Probably no fault of his own because 
Bellinger and Yelich were just really good. If he was having this year and Bellinger and Yelich were just having normal years, he'd probably be MVP. Um, thank you, Aaron, for answering that 2019 Bowman. Obviously, Franco, Bart, Rodriguez, Luciano, Mauricio. Rodriguez and Luciano being my top two guys. Are Lamar Jackson's going off today? Yeah, we covered this a little earlier. They are. Uh, they're up over over double what they were. Like base prism are over double what they were uh, two days ago. Oh yeah, Luke Grass, Matt Bowman, Chrome. We covered this earlier. I don't. Uh, I like like Noel V Marte. That's a name to keep track of. Um. Hey, baseball cards, three fifteen. How's it going? Uh, my brother asks, so what's going on with these signed cards? I know, but I have a friend who needs you to explain it to him. Um, nice one. Uh, I'm sure your friend and you have the same initials. It'd be uh, quite coincidental. Um, but Aaron could probably explain it uh, better than me. But Zion is obviously just the hot name who has his first autos that have come out. And people are willing to pay out. Uh, the butt for him. We'll see what happens to the contenders' autos when Prism comes, but I can't imagine it's going to be very fun for people that are buying in right now. Um, 2019 update is not here yet. I told you Aaron would know uh, when stuff comes out. Uh, DK Cards, I think Alex Bregman, base rookies, are going to get hot next season. MVP caliber player, and in my opinion, a top 5 AL player, plus he's clutch. Yeah. He is very. He is all those things. I think he's a top, he's a top five player right now in the AL. Kid's a stud. He has the uh, demeanor, I guess, demeanor of a of a guy you'd expect to win an MVP. He has the community presence of a guy you'd expect to win an MVP. Um, he's got the play on the field, the defense. He can play shortstop. He can play third base. Um, I definitely would be shocked if Alex Bregman did not win an MVP within the next three years, I'd say, uh, or four years. At least once in his career, Alex Bregman is going to win an MVP. I'd be willing to bet on it, unless for some reason or somehow Mike Trout just goes supernova for the next ten years and wins every every MVP because he has like ten win seasons every single year, which also wouldn't shock me because at this point anything that anything that Mike Trout does – is incredible. Do you like Tyler's sports cards? Uh, Tyler's sports cards, the person, I don't know if I remember who Tyler's sports cards is. We'll go with a yes. Um, what's your thoughts on Jordan cards, hold or sell? Jordan seems like the type of guy that is hot right now, but he's probably playing at the top end of his range. There's no real... He's, he's hitting the ball insanely hard. He's getting on base. He's hitting for power. Um, there wasn't, like, this much ability shown in the minors. He was really good in the minors, but there wasn't, like, this shown. He doesn't have any defensive prowess. He doesn't have any base path prowess. He's not going to suddenly become good in those. Um, I think I would probably sell. Obviously, you know, Jordan's the type of guy that can get hot for a month. And prices will explode because he hits like 15 home runs. Um, but he doesn't have any of the 
other stuff that make a Yelich and a Bellinger really, and a Mike Trout. Like if Yelich, Bellinger, Mike Trout were just bat first guys, like Jordan is, what would their prices be compared to um, what they are now because they can play a defensive position and uh, run the bases? Um, maybe I'm wrong on that. I could definitely be wrong on that, but I think I would probably sell. If you're making money, I would sell. If you're not making money, hold. See if he gets hot next year, really hot, and boosts the price or gets really hot in the off, in the playoffs. Um, next next baseball rookie to take off. Ooh. Hmm. <laughs> That's a tough one. I want to say like somebody like Will Smith from the Giants. Seems like a guy that's going to like take off next year and be like the best catcher in baseball for some unknown reason. Cabrian Hayes' prices will rise beginning of next season. Man, Cabrian Hayes has been very, very disappointing to me. I was so high on him before the season. Defense was good. The defense was better than good. It was unbelievable. Like the best defensive third baseman in the minor leagues. I thought for sure if uh, he, you know, would get to AAA and find some of his power, um, it would be a very exciting thing. And he had 30, he had 30 doubles and 10 home runs in AAA this year, but he only hit 265, 336, 415. That's only a 751 OPS in triple uh, a which is not good for triple a 751 is pretty sad um so he's disappointed me i i could definitely see a rise if he gets to his power more it all depends on that um we'll see what happens but i don't think i'd buy him right now i'm pretty disappointed by him that's for sure i was expecting i was expecting uh big things and it just didn't happen um Next question here. I'm a big Bo fan. I think he's definitely buying hold. Oh, Bo Bichette. Yeah, Bo Bichette is very... He started out insanely hot, Bo Bichette did. Uh, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. Bo Bichette was one of those guys that, you know, you see his name for a little bit and... I guess it's probably it's generally like those middle middle infield guys that I see for a number of years that all of a sudden I'm kind of like soured on Bobuchet, uh, uh, Rogers from the Rockies. I can't remember his first name for the life of me. Um, so I wasn't as high on Bobuchet coming in, but he has definitely turned me into a believer. Kyle Tucker going to make a run in the playoffs? We'll see. Anything can happen. I was telling my brother this earlier because he's like, man, even if the Brewers do make the playoffs, you know, we're just going to get wiped out by the Dodgers, and it's probably true uh, if we if we get past the wild card game. It's probably true. Nobody's probably going to beat the Dodgers unless it's the Astros. But also, you get into the playoffs, anything can happen. Granted, Kyle Tucker's on the Astros, and him going, getting hot would be disappointing for everyone that isn't a Astros fan that wants to see him lose because they're really good. But... Uh, yes, the A's do have a very solid starting rotation with Lizardo, Puck, and Manea. They get Fires back as their fourth, and uh, they'll be looking very pretty. Um, yeah, Brendan Rod- Thank you, Brendan Rodgers. I could not remember it. 
Yanks can beat the Dodgers. Um, we'll see. I mean, the Yankees are really good. They've had a ton of injuries. Gene Carlo hasn't played for them at all. They turned Giovanni Urshela into an, a solid MLB baseball player, which I didn't think was going to happen. Um, they've they've been insane. Their entire bullpen's really good. Their starting pitchers have been solid. James Paxton is turning into another level uh, lately. But the, yeah, their pit their rest of their pitching has not been spectacular uh, by any means. Their starters, anyways. Um, but yet they just seem to find a way to win constantly, which is frustrating if you're a Brewers fan, who Torres is a stud, uh, especially against the Orioles. Um, it's uh, frustrating to watch when they can grab anybody and they're good, and then you watch a team like the Brewers and they're just good for one year and then just kind of meh this year. Is Severino coming back? Better hope so. It, the the thing about right now with pitchers coming back, the Brewers are going to run into this with Brandon Woodruff, is that these guys aren't going to be stretched out. So unless you want to start them and get three innings from them in the playoffs, they're probably best served as bullpen guys. Um, so like a Luis Severino might not be in a great position to be a starter unless he's really ramping up his rehab right now. Um, so we'll see. Ah, Jack Flaherty. Jack Flaherty. So, Jack Flaherty has been, uh, very nice as of late. He only has 168 innings to this point. He's probably got about two or three more starts in him. If he gets six innings as a start, he's going to finish with under 200 innings. That's not going to beat Max Scherzer out, I don't think. Max Scherzer's probably going to run away with this uh, Cy Young. Can Jack Flaherty win a Cy Young in the future, though? And that is probably a yes. I mean, he's 168 innings, 196 strikeouts, only 49 walks. He's given up a bit of a, given up quite a few home runs, 23 home runs on the year. But everyone is giving up home runs, so you know it doesn't really matter. Um, but this year probably not. Sorry to say, uh, Max Scherzer seems to have this on lockdown. Uh, yeah, Yankees bullpen is ridiculous. It's unfair. Everyone they usually teams sign guys to major contracts, and then you know a couple of them fail. And the Yankees bullpen, none of them are failing. Your Tommy Conleys and your guys like that are even doing really well. So it's it's what it is at this point. Um. Anything else happened in the? I think it was Julio Rodriguez Purple Auto nine five True Gem for five fifty. Think it was goodbye. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at a Speckle Auto. Speckle Auto on. I actually have Julio Rodriguez up on the other page on eBay. Uh, Speckle Auto Julio Rodriguez nine five ten just went for four eighty. Um, so I think five fifty is a solid solid buy. That's probably about the range that it should be at, one would imagine. Um, and I also think it's going to be more expensive next year. I, maybe you can get it a little cheaper uh, in the off season. but Julio Rodriguez is one of those guys that whether you buy it now or whether you buy it in the offseason, I give it like a 90% chance you're making money by midseason next year. So I think that's a solid buy. 
Plus, you just look at his stats, and Julio's just crazy. But we talk. I'm, like, officially a Julio Rodriguez fan page here, and I talk about him enough. I shouldn't uh, uh, always push him. Who's the best quick flip right now, MLB or NFL? Um, so I'm just going to get this little spiel out of the way. I don't love quick flips because quick flips generally have to deal with hot streaks. Um, hot streaks are obviously unstable, kind of unpredictable. You know, my big thing is Matt Feist. Before the season was a two to three dollar auto. He had a hot streak in spring training for a week and a half, went up to twenty bucks. And now, if you'll hang with me for two seconds, Matt Feist is a PSA nine just sold for six dollars. So a lot of people lost a lot of money. So I don't love quick flips. But to answer your question, who's the best quick flip right now, MLB or NFL? Um, MLB, I'd probably choose somebody you think's going to win an award, uh, maybe a rookie of the year or an MVP. Choose like, a, you know, a Christian Yelich tops update or Cody Bellinger tops update. Watch him win the MVP, and maybe you'll be able to get like 15% back on it, quick flip in like a month, 20%, something like that. Um, as for the NFL. I'm not a big believer in investing in anything outside of um, quarterbacks unless you get like a really, really cheap like wide receiver that is like a dollar that becomes like the best wide receiver on his team. Um, and then you can sell him for still like pennies on the dollar of what a quarterback would. Uh, you know, Lamar Jackson I liked before the season, but then he had his really good game. I don't really like Jimmy Garoppolo. I kind of want to say get some like base prism Josh Allen and then just hope he has a really good game one week and just flip them but also there's potentially just never has a really good game especially because his his uh, uh, wide receivers and stuff are trash so um, Sam Darnold is already too expensive Baker Mayfield's expensive and dropping Sam Darnold was expensive and is now dropping after the games yesterday uh, other young quarterbacks out there you know, Kyler is going to be appropriately expensive. Maybe you buy Dwayne Haskins and hope he starts midseason. Something like that. Maybe you buy Daniel Jones and hopes he starts midseason. But it's it's tough on a quick flip right now. I'd say your best bet is grabbing somebody that's super cheap that's a starter like Josh Allen and just hoping, hoping he gets hot for a week. But Josh Allen also just doesn't have anybody around him. Literally nobody. His running back's situation's bad. Frank Gore is like his best running back. Uh, his, Zay Jones is his best wide receiver. It's a bad situation to be in, so you better hope he uses his wheels like he did last year. Thoughts on Anferny Simmons or Simons? Um, was in a good situation before the Trailblazers re-signed uh, uh, C.J. McCollum. Now he's going to have to fight for minutes. A lot of people, he was obviously a very hot name. Uh, but with the amount of minutes, he's probably not going to, you know, he's probably going to settle in like a 25-minute type of role, which is not great if you want to boost your prices. So I would, uh, I may be wrong on this, and people might disagree, but I'd probably stay away from Anthony Simons now that both their guards are locked up. Uh, little German 78, hey, hey, back to you. How's it going? 
Uh, I like the Patriots' backup. Brady is great, but old. But Brady also wants to play until he's like 50 years old. He wants to be the oldest quarterback in NFL history. I'm pretty sure I read that this offseason, which is like needs to put him at like 48 or something like that. Uh, and he doesn't appear to be slowing down at all. So you know you might buy this Patriots backup and then find out that it's actually the three years from now, the Patriots backup that's drafted then that gets to sit for two years that is officially the starter down the line. Um, so, oh, yes, LG Sports Cards, they do have John Brown, and actually John Brown had a very good game um, the other day, and he could get injured. Anybody could get injured, which is why you know people like backups, which is why people buy like your Taysom Hills and stuff like that. Tim Boyle, I wonder if Tim Boyle has a, has a he is the Packers backup, right? I wonder if he has a uh, uh, prism rookie. That'd be amazing. Um, but, yeah, anybody can get injured. That's the risk you always run. Or he could retire, Andrew Luck style, out of the blue, which wouldn't be out of the blue for Tom Brady because he's old. But I really think with the way Tom Brady treats his body um, and how the Patriots keep him upright, uh, I don't think he's going to get his his risk of injury is a lot less than say somebody like uh, Baker Mayfield who has no offensive line or Aaron Rodgers who holds onto the ball a long time and gets a ton of third down sacks and stuff like that. Well, yeah, old age does mean more possibility of injury, especially he could just be running and tear a hamstring because he's old. So, um, but. Anyways, we are kind of closing in on our hour here. We started at 5, and then we stopped because of the Instagram thing, and then we started again, and then we stopped because of the Instagram thing, and then we started again, and then we stopped, and then this is our fourth time, so I think we probably actually have probably like 10 minutes. Um, but the questions are kind of... Oh, here we go, DK Cards. Do you think the Topps Holiday Akuna has a chance to jump in prices? Aaron could probably answer this better if he's still... In the conversation, I don't know if he is. Um, I don't love, I don't love, tops holiday cards. Uh, personally, you know, you see a lot of them sitting out there, and nobody's really buying them. I think any Akuna card probably has a chance to jump in price because he is clearly on uh, one of the better career paths we've seen in recent memory. Outside of outside of like Mike Trout, so uh, doggy dog. Sorry, sorry, my guy. But out of fear of whatever is on your screen, I can't let you join. I'm sure you just have a question, but I I, I just can't I can't run that risk. Um, I appreciate you asking though. Is Yelch a good buy currently? I know how his stuff spiked after last year, but he's still performing performing at a very high level. Um. Depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking for him to get an MVP and maybe get a little bit of profit out of him, I'd say sure. I was looking at his stats today. He's got higher average, higher on base, higher slugging, obviously a higher OPS, uh, same amount of home runs, lower RBIs, a few less runs, way more stolen bases than Cody Bellinger, and a higher Fangraphs war. Um, uh but he's also playing on a team that isn't unbelievably good where the Dodgers are. On the flip side of that, Cody Bellinger has insane amount of teammates, and if you flip him and Yelich, 
you know, uh, the Brewers are probably in the same position. I don't know. So, is Yelich a good buy? I'd say if you buy a few for the sake of trying to flip after he wins an MVP, if he wins an MVP, then sure, but it's a big gamble because he might not win an MVP. Um, Eagles collector Soto or Acuna long-term. As much as I love Soto, it's got to be Acuna for me. Uh, just defensively on the base pass, along with what he brings offensively, is just a way better package than Soto. Soto obviously has an amazing bat, but so does Acuna. And just Acuna can play center field. Um, so, uh, Is Kevin Newman a good investment? <laughs> Yes, you remember when Cole Tucker first came up and how his cards went up a bit. Kevin Newman, Cole Tucker, kind of the same guy in my mind. And DK cards, I definitely remember that. Um, I would say no, personally. I wouldn't invest in Kevin Newman. There's a number of those guys who uh, I don't really like. They're probably fine MLB players, but I wouldn't invest in them. Along with this next question, BS Collectibles, Nick Madrigal or Nico Horner, which Chicago kid will be better? Um, if, we're, like, for a professional career, I want to flip Nick Mad. I want to go Nick Madrigal, just because he's a really good defender. He's insanely fast. He can play multiple positions if need be, or he can just be an insanely good second baseman. Um, and he makes an absurd amount of contact while not striking out and not walking. But he makes it work for him. It's not a profile that works for a lot of people, but Nick Madrigal makes it work. Nico Horner, also a nice player, uh, was a surprise. Um, was a surprise first round pick last year uh, by a lot of people, and then he went out in the AZL and dominated, um, which is another thing that I'd like to cover here pretty soon. The Arizona or AZL a AFL Arizona Fall League. Um, and people were really high on him, and now his minor league season has been subpar, to say the least. He currently has a 743 OPS in AA in 70 games, which is not what you're looking for, considering he had an 867 OPS in the Fall League. I have a lot of thoughts on the Fall League. I've talked about it before. The pitchers are usually way worse than the hitters, um, generally due to coming off an injury and needing more, or needing their first innings of the year or needing more innings or trying to uh, set somebody up to be traded. Um, so, like, if you look at somebody's offensive numbers in the Arizona Fall League, they're generally going to look good compared to what they normally do. And then, sure enough, he looked good, and now this year he's just all right, except for his small cup of tea in rookie ball. Um, so I like Nick Madrigal better. As for card prices, I don't love Nick Madrigal's profile for cards. Uh, Nico Horner, as sad as it is to say, has more power, despite having almost no power. Um, so I almost have to lean Nico Horner. I wouldn't want to invest in either, though, uh, just because there's a huge lack of power on both of them. How much does Cleveland increase potential? Does Cleveland increase potential for Framil Reyes value? Uh, I mean, their market and the Padres market is about the same in my mind, um, size-wise. Their fields are about the, kind of the same for home runs. Uh, obviously, Padres is kind of difficult. Cleveland's kind of difficult. The Padres did, 
would have to did have to play in San Francisco, which is a hard field to hit home runs out of. But they also got to play. Dodgers is kind of, you know, middle of the pack probably. Um, but the Rockies in Arizona is really easy to get to hit home runs out of. Framil Reyes now has to play in Cleveland, which is hard. Minnesota, despite what the Twins are doing, used to be hard. Now the Twins are just blasting home runs all over the place. So their their park factors are probably going to be skewed. Detroit's hard to hit home runs out of. The White Sox field isn't great to hit home runs out of. Kansas City's not a great field to hit home runs out of. They're all kind of like middle of the pack and back um, for power hitters. Family Race has a ton of power, but um, the NL West is a much better uh, division to be in if you're looking for a lot of games outside of your home park to do well in. And so I think it doesn't. I would, I'm going to go with a, it doesn't increase the value, but I could be wrong there. Um, otherwise, it looks, if anybody has any last questions, get them in real quick here. I'll give it about, you know, 20 seconds. Um, otherwise, we'll uh, close this down. Um, uh, good conversation today. Really enjoyed it. Hope you guys enjoyed, uh, you know, just getting me today. Uh, no Aaron. We had, obviously, problems with Instagram. Um, we'll be live again next Monday. Look for some Twitch stream Tuesday potentially coming out. If if it happens yesterday, it's because I got a uh, webcam tomorrow. If it doesn't happen, it's because I didn't. So we'll see. I'll talk to Aaron about that. Um, enjoyed all the questions. I thought great questions. I thought we covered a lot of, a lot of baseball, a lot of football. Um, enjoyable for me. So I will see you guys next Monday. Uh, like always, if you have any questions outside of the week, feel free to... Hey! My favorite... Yes, Brittany. Favorite Tuesday. Uh, if you guys have any other questions, feel free to uh, send us uh, DMs on Instagram, and uh, we'll get to them. Anyways, you guys have a good night, and uh, enjoy Monday Night Football, and go Brewers.